the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Very appreciative of your attention listening to the show. Also appreciative of those of you who have inquired with me upon my uh, mention of PatriotSwitch.com. PatriotSwitch.com is a movement to unite patriots and make our shopping dollars count against companies that donate to causes we do not support. The big companies out there that make 90% of the products on the shelves at your grocery, Walmart, Target, cleaners, soaps, household stuff you don't think much about, I buy this. Ajax Tide. It's all made by pretty much the same 11 companies out there. Palm Olive, Procter & Gamble, Unilever, Coke, Pepsi, Heinz, Kraft, Mabisco. Somebody asked me a couple of months ago, where do these companies like, or where do these initiatives like Sintero and uh, Kaleidoscope Youth Center that you play scary sound bites from, where do they get their money? They get their money from big companies, but... Where do the big companies get it? They get it from us. They get it from us. Because we have to buy that stuff. Well, you don't have to buy it. I can tell you about a company where you can buy it from that is pro-life, conservative, and family-owned. But they don't allow me to tell you their name because they don't put their products in stores. They don't advertise. It's a word-of-mouth company. Great products. We use them in our family. We love them. You'll love them, too. PatriotSwitch.com. Click on my name, Bruce Hooley, in the drop-down menu, and I will call you or I will email you or I will text you and we'll have a conversation about it. Uh, I have enjoyed my conversations over the last few days with people that I have uh, heard from via Patriot Switch. And I'm, I'm encouraged because uh, sometimes here on the show, you just never know like how many people are listening and are you connecting with people. And it's been fun for me to talk to people. It, in, it encourages me because I get strengthened by the fact that you're out there. You exist. I had a conversation the other day with a couple of teachers at a local district. And they're like, you know, you talk about our district from time to time. You can't believe how bad it is in our district. Then a Sunday afternoon, I had a conversation with a business owner. And they were like, the regulations, the, the, the nonsense, and how careful they have to be in conversations with people who they uh, have business relationships with because, you know, we, it would be nice if we could just do business with everyone and not have politics be such a dividing line. Like, I'm not even going to talk to you, so I'm not even going to do business with you. And you say, well, that's what you're doing with this effort to be purposeful with your shopping dollars. It is because here's the deal. At points, you have to fight like the enemy or you will be thoroughly defeated. That's why I don't have a problem with what Ron DeSantis did in Florida with Disney. If Disney's going to get outside, 
its business model, which is to do what? Be the happiest place on earth, right? Make great family entertainment. If they're going to take a noble purpose and use it for ignoble means, and they've said as a company, we're going to do everything we can to overturn this law, parents' rights and education. You see it here in the state of Ohio, right? Our General Assembly, they look at the popularity of DeSantis. They look at the number of parents in Florida who love the parents' rights and education bill. And they say, well, maybe we ought to do something like that here in Ohio. Great idea. You should. They propose House Bill 616. And the left does what? Freaks out. Freaks out. Why? Because they want to groom a generation of people who approve of their ideology. And what better way to build a nation of people who approve of your ideology than to get them when they're kids and when they're impressionable. And when we're little, we are always predisposed to do what the adults say because, right, the adults have our best interest at heart. That's how the left got so controlling in media, in entertainment, and in academia. Because we thought as parents, well, we're sending our kid to the public school. Like the teachers care about our kids. Walter Cronkite wouldn't lie to us. Dan Rather wouldn't lie to us. Scott Pelley wouldn't lie to us. 60 Minutes wouldn't lie to us. CNN wouldn't lie to us, right? We were trusting. I prefer to say we were trusting rather than we were stupid. We were trusting and we were taken advantage of. And I had a friend text me a picture the other day of the infamous gender unicorn at a local elementary school. A private school where people pay forty grand a year to send their kid. Do you think they send their kid to Wellington in Upper Arlington because they think, oh, you know, if I send them to Upper Arlington, they won't get any instruction in the gender unicorn. I guess I better foot a $40,000 a year bill and send them to Wellington. I don't think so. Paul Imhoff and his all-gender bathroom crew at UA will make sure they get the gender unicorn lesson at Windermere. Maybe they ought to be a little bit more careful at Upper Arlington. And uh, while they are so busy teaching kids about pansexuals and non-binaries and all the other concepts they're not old enough to grasp, Maybe they should police what the kids are munching on during lunch hour. Did you see this? They had five kids the other day at Windermere Elementary School in Upper Arlington that had to go to Children's Hospital because a 10-year-old girl brought cannabis gummies to Windermere Elementary School thinking they were leftover Easter candy. Now, the girl's father, Scott Macray, is facing charges that include endangering children and possession of a controlled substance. The children who consumed the gummies fell ill afterward. Fortunately, none of them died. Hopefully, none of them have long-term effects. Court documents say Macrae told the police he bought the gummies in Colorado in 2018 and used them for a medical condition. On Thursday, according to NBC4, he took or ingested some of the gummies while intoxicated, 
and fell asleep. When he woke up, he put them in a kitchen cabinet instead of returning them to the bedroom where he normally stored them. So the kids got 50 milligrams of THC. THC is the intoxicant in um, in gummies. You can, I mean, look, I, I used to advocate for and still do use CBD products, but the THC can be taken out of CBD products and you don't have any worry about this kind of thing happening. The five kids had nausea, hallucinations, hallucinis- why can't I say this? Hallucinations. Got to say it fast. And elevated heart rates. And the uh, young girl told the school nurse she got the, quote, candy from a glass jar in her kitchen cabinet. The Ohio marijuana card, something I didn't know existed, says ingesting 50 milligrams of THC can cause extreme side effects such as rapid heart rate and pain, and that 50 to 100 milligrams of THC should be taken by experienced THC individuals only. Okay, here you go. Another reason, another reason, as if you needed one, to reject the possible Democratic candidate for Governor John Cranley, the mayor of Cincinnati. John Cranley. Oh, John Cranley. He wants to legalize marijuana in the state of Ohio. So you'll be able to buy all the gummies right over the counter that you want to. And your kids, oh, they would never confuse those gummies for like, one of those uh, little fish, those uh, fish things you eat, or the gummy worms, or anything else like that? No, that couldn't possibly happen. It's not even legal here, and it's already happened. Certainly nobody would take a product laced with THC and, like, I don't know, get on the road and drive and be high and hallucinating and rapid heartbeat. No, 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 no. That'll never happen. No, Cranley says, oh, legalizing marijuana in Ohio would be great for jobs. Remember when they said the lottery would be great for education? Do we have our education fully funded in the state of Ohio? If we do, that detail has escaped me. When we embrace vices as virtue, bad things happen. Bad things happen. So, this is a case of a school district. Priorities, please. What are your kids eating? What is that? Where did you get that? I tell my kids now. Do not ever, ever accept candy or a quote-unquote treat from a classmate. It's not that I'm inherently suspicious of classmates, but there have been people who have died from fentanyl and stuff like that that it's not the nefarious actions of the person who gives it to them. Maybe They may be unaware of it, but none of us wants to deal with that kind of heartache. So thankfully, these parents in Upper Arlington... Their children were not, I hope, uh, irreparably harmed by this. But while they are so busy at UA reading books from Harper's Corner and other progressive wacko outlets, maybe you should just be a little bit more concerned there at UA about what's coming into your school and what kids are passing out as candy. So, then again, you you can go to the next Upper Arlington School Board meeting and ask about that, and you can... uh, You can stand down on the floor there at the city building while the Upper Arlington School Board members all sit up high. There's one good school board member that I know of on the Upper Arlington School Board. One, he was just recently elected. Um, Because there's a movement out there. Parents are getting involved, and this is terrifying Democrats. 
Democrats are terrified because they know the midterms are coming. They know parents are engaged. They know their deeds are evil. They know that the light is shining on their darkness. And they know that there's going to be a day of reckoning for that. So hopefully uh, the scheme that they worked that is exposed in the movie 2000 Mules will not be so effective that we'll be able to avoid detection in the fall of 2022. As for what might happen in the midterms, and we are one week away from the uh, May primary, by the way, uh, we will have some uh, political analysis of that next on The Bruce Hooley Show. I have made before on this show the uh, uncomfortable admission that I was not always a conservative. Uh, That, in fact, in um, the 90s, I voted for Bill Clinton once, and then I did not vote for Bill Clinton again because I rededicated myself to my faith. I got in touch with my faith. I integrated it in every aspect of my life, and I've had numerous of you call the show, 844-TALK-989, and when I ask you, why are you a conservative, you have said, well, when I got serious about my faith, I realized I couldn't be a Democrat. I made the point yesterday talking about the upcoming May 3rd primary Vote for your candidate. Be passionate about your candidate. Argue for your candidate. Go for it. I, I, I encourage you to do that. But if you're a Mandel person or a Vance person and Mike Gibbons wins the Senate primary, you can't stay mad and you can't stay home in November. Likewise, it would work the same if you were for Gibbons or for Vance and Mandel won or if you were for Mandel or Gibbons and Vance won. You have to support the Republican because, for me, It's a faith issue. There are no pro-life Democrats. There are no pro-abortion Republicans, at least not in the Senate race, not in the governor's race either. Both Cranley and Whaley are pro-abortion. DeWine, Blystone, and Renacci are all pro-life. So it's very easy for me. And I really feel like when I engage with people who are Democrats, most of them are young people who have not been through much adversity in life. I know there are a lot of, you know, rich, woke elitists who are Democrats. But by and large, when you're younger, you're more of a contrarian, and you're more like, oh, rich people are evil, and oh, the poor need to be given, a, given everything, give, 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 don't make them work. They don't understand that when you work for something, you appreciate it. So I get the fact that young people are idealistic and hence predisposed to vote for the Democratic Party. But but once you get out in the world, once you have kids, like this is J.D. Vance's reason for saying that in 2016 he was never Trump, and then he became a Christian, got baptized. He and his wife had three kids, and he's like, I realized Trump's policies were fantastic. I realized the error of my ways. And I will say this, okay? I heard again today someone demonizing J.D. Vance and enlisting somebody who's a public figure to demonize J.D. Vance because of things he said six years ago about Donald Trump. If all you have on any candidate is something they said six years ago, well, then I would wonder about your commitment to forgiveness if you say you're a faith-based person. Because if you're going to benefit from forgiveness, and all of us do if we're authentic Christians, how do you not extend that to somebody else? What, you're allowed to be forgiven, they're not? Well, that's just an aside, because I'm encouraged by the fact that it appears young people 
are bailing on Joe Biden. Harvard poll. How many conservatives do you think are walking around Harvard? Not very many. They're all hiding if they are. A new poll of prospective American voters aged 18 to 34 conducted by Harvard reveals a huge 18-point plunge in the approval of President Joe Biden over the last year. You know, when he says he's gotten more done in a year than any president, he's not talking about his poll numbers, but he should be. The Harvard Youth Poll conducted by the Institute of Politics at Harvard showed Biden's approval rating among young voters at 41% as opposed to the 59% approval rating he had at this time a year ago. This is an issue for Joe Biden, and they have no plan to fix it. Here's Carl Rove on what he sees given these poll results. Less than 200 days before the election, and they don't know what they're doing. And here's the emerging Democratic message that we can see play out. They, they, they talk about this in the story, but we also see it in the president's appearances around the country. Jobs and results, that, you know, and they're going to make a laundry list of results. But the, and, and we're going to avoid cultural issues, except we're going to say we're not in favor of defunding the police. But they haven't settled the question of what they're going to do about Trump, and they haven't settled what they're going to do about all these progressive demands like the ones that we saw last Sunday in a New York Times op-ed from Elizabeth Warren, and that we hear constantly from the squad. Oh, yes. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Did you catch Elizabeth Warren on the uh, Sunday shows? She's all in with AOC and Pramila Jayapal and Ilhan Omar. They say the problem Joe Biden has is he hasn't been radical enough. Let's authorize the FTC to investigate and prosecute on price gouging. That'll help bring down prices. Let's cancel student loan debt. President has the power to do that all by himself. I think we're going to be in real trouble if we don't get up and deliver. Then I believe that Democrats are going to lose. She's from the Oprah Winfrey School of Politics. You get a car. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Everybody gets a car. Everybody gets free education. Everybody gets free child care. Everybody gets universal pre-K. Mark Thiessen, former George Bush speechwriter, says, uh, yeah, what she said, do that, please. One of the reasons they're in such trouble is because Joe Biden took uh, Elizabeth Warren's advice and passed a $1.9 trillion uh, in social spending disguised as COVID relief that unleashed this inflation. And she wanted to add another $3.5 trillion on top of that. So, uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren saying, let's spend more money so we can tackle inflation is like a, you know, she's like a kamikaze pilot telling the Democrats, hey, follow me. I was like, by all means, follow her. Go ahead. Do what she said. Yeah, do what she says, please. I I hope they stick with this. I hope they stick with their whole, we need to build back better. We need to spend more money. Yes, we do. That's what we need to do. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, who was a very, very, very instrumental pollster and advisor in the Trump win in 2016, has her thoughts on Biden's plummeting poll numbers with the young when you look at young people, this is life interrupted for them. It started with these COVID lockdowns on their campuses and classrooms and in their places of work. But now they are telling pollsters like us, they can't get on with buying their first home, with getting out of debt, with saving uh, any kind of money or investing. So that life interrupted is now spilling over to their feeling about the party in charge, one party rule in Washington. 
You know, President Obama in 2008, when he got elected, he won 66% of the youth vote. It went down to 60% in his reelect. Joe Biden is now, you see the approval ratings. Uh, Gallup said 32% approval among young people just last year. This is a problem for him because I think that other Democratic presidents like Clinton and Obama were able to cash in on their goodwill. They were seen as strong leaders and they were seen as having this connective tissue mm. with young people that Biden just does not. It's not a difference in age. The, the poll was great. It said that 36% of the young people say their problem with Biden is his ineffectiveness. 14% he doesn't keep his campaign promises, that he doesn't share their values or their vision. That's a pretty strong indictment. Yes, and a delicious one to contemplate. Yeah, he's not charismatic like Clinton. He's not charismatic like Obama. Did you notice she said Obama had 60% approval? That's what Biden had. It's not that he's old and unidentifiable, you know, or not identifiable with not relatable to young people. No, no, he had the 60%. He's just blown it. He's just blown it. And he's blown it because of his epic failures. And I thought Kellyanne Conway hit it perfectly. If you're a young person... What do you have to be optimistic about the future? He said, well, uh, I'm going to forgive my student loan debt. I'm going to get my free philosophy degree, Bruce. Great. What are you going to do with that? You're going to get a job? You're going to be able to buy a house? You like the skyrocketing rent? You like the skyrocketing prices? Thank your Uncle Joe for all that. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.